Hello, word nerds. Welcome to another episode of the Dictionary.、Uh, I was talking to somebody who has another podcast, and、uh, he gave me a little suggestion of how to maybe make this、uh, podcast a little bit more interesting.、Uh, he mentioned just having some background music.、Uh, if you think this is a good idea, let me know. If you think it's a bad idea, let me know. If you don't care, let me know. If you have other ideas, let me know. Uh, he is a music guy, so I asked him if he would maybe write a little something that、uh, could be looped underneath,、uh, underneath me. That sounds weird.、Um, that can be put in the background、uh, because the lengths of these episodes are different.、Um, and if we do that, it would have a nice little opening, so you know you can have some nice, beautiful music to listen to at the beginning of these episodes, and it would have a nice ending as well.、Uh, whether or not this happens, I have no clue. But that was just a conversation I had a little bit ago. All right, let's get to the words. First word for today is airy, a i r y. This is an adjective from the 14th century. One a, of or relating to air. Atmospheric is a synonym. One b, high in the air. Lofty is a synonym, as in airy perches. One c. Performed in air, aerial is a synonym. Aerial is spelled a e r i a l, as in airy leaps. Two has the synonyms unreal and illusory, or illusory, i l l u s o r y, as in airy romances. Three a, being light and graceful in movement or manner. Synonyms are sprightly and vivacious, as in an airy dance. Three B, exceptionally light, delicate, or refined, as in an airy fragrance. I don't think I have one of those. Four A, open to the free circulation of air, as in an airy room. Four B, having openings or spaces, as in airy lacework. Five has these synonyms: affected and proud, as in airy condescension. Airily is an adverb, and airiness is a noun. Next, we have airy fairy. That is hyphenated.、Uh, it's an adjective from 1837. One is chiefly British.、Uh, it has these synonyms: delicate and fairy-like.、Uh, two is also chiefly British. Lacking substance or purpose, as in, in an airy fairy, unserious, insufficiently careful fashion, that is from、uh, the Times Lit Sup, and I know I saw that in the past, and I don't remember what, or I don't, I still don't know what that、uh, stands for.、Uh, to me, this is probably a phrase that shouldn't really be used anymore. It, I think it definitely has some、uh, negative connotations to many people, so. Apologies for that one. Next, we have aisle, a i s l e. I think I remember as a kid seeing that word and being like, "That's that's not how aisle is spelled, or that word isn't pronounced aisle."、Uh, wh- why why is the s there?、Uh, this is a noun from the fifteenth century. One, the side of a church nave separated by piers from the nave proper. Two a one, a passage as in a theater or railroad passenger car separating sections of seats. One a two, 
such a passage regarded as separating opposing parties in a legislature, as in supported by members on both sides of the aisle. To be a passage, as in a store or warehouse for inside traffic. When I'm on a plane, uh, which is appropriate because we were just talking about planes a couple episodes ago, or just one episode ago, um, I like the aisle seat. I uh, I used to like the window seat just because it was really awesome to look out the window, and I will never not like looking out the window uh, because it's really cool to see stuff from way up there. But uh, if I have to go to the bathroom, I hate disturbing the people that are next to me, so I much prefer to be on the aisle and can get up whenever I like. And I try to drink a lot of water to stay hydrated, so that's what I do. Uh, regarding uh, legislature and, and people on both sides of the aisle, we're seeing less and less of this these days. And, and when we do see people on both sides of the aisle coming together on an issue, uh, it's really impressive and it warms my heart. But we need to see more of it. Uh, and I'm shocked that we don't. Etymology for aisle says it is from uh, the Middle English aisle, I-L-E, which is an alternative of E-L-E. And that is from the Anglo-French, uh, which literally means wing. Uh, that's from Latin ala, A-L-A, which is akin to the Old English, oh, I don't know how to pronounce that, E-A-X-L, which means shoulder. And there's the Latin axis, uh, which means axle tree. And there's more at the word axis. I am so confused and fascinated by how all those are related. Next, we have aisle way. A-I-S-L-E-W-A-Y. This is a noun from 1872, and it just has the synonym aisle to be. So what we just read. Next, we have eight, A-I-T. This is a noun from before the 12th century. It is British, and it means a little island. The etymology says this is from the Middle English it, E-Y-T, which is from the Old English uh, egit, E-G-E-T, uh, by form of egoth or igioth, uh, I-G-G-O-T-H or I-G-E-O-T-H, which is from ig, I-G, which means island, and there's more at the word island. And I recently learned, although now I'm maybe questioning it, um, I recently learned that uh, the country, Iceland, um, in their in their language, they they spell it like we spell island. I S L A N D. Um, is I S is uh, ice, you know, frozen water. Um, and so I actually asked uh, one of our tour guides, "Is that where we get the word island? Because Iceland is an island." And he said, "Yes." He said that our English word uh, island is from is the spelling of Iceland. Uh, you know, whether or not that's true, maybe I have to dig a little deeper, but that's what he said. Also, in Iceland, um, I was there, that's why I had a tour guide, we were talking about this, um, the the first geyser, or, or the first named geyser, um, is in Iceland, and it's pronounced, uh, I think, geysir, spelled G-E-Y-S-I-R. So supposedly, that's where we get the word geyser from. But we will move on. Next word is H. A-I-T-C-H. Uh, so that's, you know, the letter H. That's how it's pronounced, and this is the word for it, maybe. Um, this is a noun from circa 1580. 
And the definition says the letter H. That's, that's what it is. Next, we have H-bone, all one word. This is a noun from the 15th century. One, the hip bone, especially of cattle. Two, the cut of beef containing the H-bone. I have never heard H-bone before, especially in regards to meat. Uh, but there you have it. Next is ajar, A-J-A-R. I know I've mentioned this before, but we are finally to this word. Uh, this is an adjective from the 15th century. Slightly open, as in, left the door ajar. Next we have Ajax, with a capital A. This is a noun from the 15th century. One, a Greek hero in the Trojan War who kills himself because the armor of Achilles is awarded to Odysseus. Two, a fleet-footed Greek hero in the Trojan War. I'm not sure why those two definitions are separate. It seems like they could be the same person, uh, but maybe not. Next, we have ahi, A-J-I. I think it's ahi. Uh, this is a noun from 1822. A chili pepper that ranges in pungency from mild to very hot. Pungency, I typically think of as uh, its smell, um, but I also wouldn't necessarily say the smell is mild or the smell is hot or very hot but you you know you could definitely smell the heat on on something um so i wonder maybe pungency can be used to uh to talk about the heat and uh in terms of flavor uh this is from the american spanish ahi uh which is from the uh, taino t-a-i-n-o oxy maybe it's pronounced ahi as well a-x-i Next, we have Ajaga. I, I'm guessing that's the pronunciation based on the little pronunciation guide. A-J-U-G-A. I have never seen this word before. Uh, this is a noun from 1806. Uh, it just has the synonym bugle. And it looks like there is a superscript one before the word bugle. That is the, the little one that's at the top. Uh, not sure what that means, to be perfectly honest. The etymology says this is from uh, the Latin uh, jugum or jugum, uh, which means yoke, Y-O-K-E, and there's more at the word yoke. Next, we have A-K, all caps. This is an abbreviation for the state of Alaska. I have an employee. I don't have any employees. I have a coworker whose initials are AK, and for some reason, we pretty much just all, all call her AK. I don't know why, honestly. Uh, next, we have AKA, all lower caps. This is an abbreviation for also known as. Next is Akan, or Akan, uh, capital A-K-A-N. This is a noun from 1694. One, a member of any of the Akan-speaking peoples as the Ashanti. I have no idea who the Akan people are, uh, but I think I'm going to get a little bit more information in the next definition, which is number two. A Kwa language, K-W-A, of southern Ghana and the southeast Ivory Coast. So I'm assuming that's where the Akan, uh, the people who speak Akan live. Um, Ashanti, I, I, I know somebody named Ashanti. Hey, Ashanti, how are you? Next, we have A-K-C, all caps. This is an abbreviation for 
the American Kennel Club. And next and last word for today is aki. A K E E. This is a variation of aki, spelled A C K E E, which we read many, many episodes ago. And that will end this episode. Thank you very much for listening. I feel like these episodes are getting longer. I think I might be talking more. Weird.、Um, all right. Until next time. This is Spencer reading the dictionary. Goodbye. <laughs>